Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. There's Charles Chuck Bryant. And uh, since we're together and there's a couple of microphones in front of us, this is uh, Stuff You Should Know. All that separates us is some cheap foam. Yeah. And metal. Yeah. And a table and some Kleenex and pens and pencils. And this uh, Ikea lamp. And a lamp. (laughs) So there's actually a lot between us, come to think of it. This box of chalk. Yeah, what's that here for? I don't know. There's some really uninteresting things on this table. There's a playroom in here. Well, we screwed this one up already. Great. Um, Nowhere to go but up. That's a great way to look at this, Chuck. Yeah. That's great. I'm not going to use it as a segue. But it's a really good, positive way of looking at things, okay? Thank you. Um, Chuck, what do, what does the cities of Boston, Massachusetts? Boston. Calgary, Canada. A boot. Where is it in Canada? Edmonton. Okay, Edmonton. Uh, and a little town called Palmer, Alaska have to do with one another. I love it when you do this. Um <laughs> I have no idea, actually. I mean, they're all t- cities or towns in the northern hemisphere, North That's America. Terrible, That's terrible lame. guess. <laughs> I know. Are you ready for the answer? Which destroys your guess. Okay. All three cities recently voted to remove or stop adding fluoride to their water supply. Okay. Do you know that? I did not, but we you, covered that before. We have. We we got a little um, overboard, possibly, uh, in our... Disdain for fluoride. Did we? Maybe. Who knows? I thought it was a good one. I still stand by most of it. Those were in our younger days. Yeah, our headier days. But, um, so there's three towns that are starting to wake up because the, the well, the, the, it's not it's not really a conspiracy theory as right. much. It's more, um, apparently people are buying their fluoride, cities are buying their fluoride from China, and the Chinese fluoride is subpar, and it's starting to, like, gum up the city waterworks. Ah. So they're like, we either need to find a good supplier or else we need to stop adding fluoride. And everybody said, you know what? Let's stop adding fluoride. There's not even real evidence that it, it works to prevent tooth decay. Okay. Okay. So. I'm with you. That's one major government conspiracy down. Okay. Dead. On to the next one. Right. We're going to talk about chemtrails. Yeah, we handle these occasionally. We have a, a, a video podcast. It's not our own, but our, our fellows, uh, colleagues here. Uh, stuff they don't want you to know. Right. They tackle these conspiracy things, and it's a lot of fun. Matt and Ben, they know what they're doing. We try to avoid it because a lot of times I just don't want to be the guy that poo-poos everything and, or the guy that is the conspiracy dude. But uh, we're going to tackle it today. We are. Because people have asked for chemtrails over and over. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to handle it very well. Let's let's talk about this. So, uh, just to get everybody on the same page, a chemtrail, uh, depending on who you are or who you're talking to, um, is either a chemtrail or a contrail. And let's talk about contrails first. This is what the FAA would call it. Yeah. You know those streaks in the sky that follow a plane? Yeah, lovely ones outside my window today. That's great. They're essentially man-made cirrus clouds, right? Yeah. What happens is when you are in a jet plane... Your jet engine produces very, very hot um, air. 
Yeah, exhaust. As exhaust. Sure. Um, also included in that very, very hot air is water vapor. And if you are flying in an airplane very high up, say 30,000 feet, okay. the ambient temperature, atmospheric temperature is going to be about negative 40 degrees. Fahrenheit. Which is the same as, as Celsius and Fahrenheit. Oh, well. Remember? Celsius height. Yes. Um, so when you have, uh, there's also low, lower atmospheric pressure. Uh-huh. And if you also have thrown in there saturated air, yeah. humid air. Very humid. The um, vapor pressure, which is the pressure that uh, gas exerts on its surrounding environment. Yeah. Uh, when you have that all combined, you have what amounts to uh, a man-made cloud, a contrail. Yeah, condensation. Condensation. That's an even better way to put it. It's uh, it's uh, water droplets, or a lot of times, but not always, as our author says, it turns into ice. It doesn't always turn into ice. Yeah. Sometimes it's just water. Right. But a lot of times it will crystallize into ice if it's cold enough, and that's what you're seeing. Contrails. Condensation trails. Right. Shortened to contrails. Um, so, problem solved. They dissipate. Yeah, eventually. It depends if you, um, if you're in drier areas, um, it's going to dissipate more quickly. As Jay McGrath, who wrote this article, points out, um, if you've ever been out on like a very cold day and it was very humid Mm -hmm. and cold, your, you can see your breath. Yeah, sure. Far longer. Uh, it takes far longer to dissipate than um, it does on a cold, dry day. That's right. That's because the air is less saturated, and hence the vapor pressure is um, higher on a dry day. That's right. And in this exhaust, or contrail, if you will, uh-huh. you're going to find uh, carbon dioxide, nitrous oxides, soot, sulfate, and uh, most scientists agree, if not all, I haven't talked to all of them yet. <laughs> Still got like three three people to go. Right. Uh, they agreed that this extra uh, cloud cover essentially can be bad for the environment. Yeah, there was a, a. So that's not debated very much right now. No, there's a study that was released that basically estimates that um, it, just in one year, the energy trapped by contrails. Um, is about was about a third of all of the energy trapped in the history of aviation. Wow! Um, from greenhouse gas emissions of planes, so like these contrails are like apparently a really big problem as sure. far as climate change goes in, in creating the greenhouse effect. Well, there's a lot more uh, flights going on now than ever before. Yeah, a lot more than there were twenty and thirty and forty years ago. Obviously, right. yes. So it, yeah, it's an issue. So that's what a contrail is, and they are essentially problematic. Um, that mystery should be lying there dead. I mean, there's not really a mystery. It's like you can explain it through science. Yeah. Apparently, the FAA, NASA, other aviation agencies, Northrop Grumman, probably, right, um, has said, here is exactly what's going on. Right. And whenever you lay something out, and you do it in a very forthright um, way, a lot of times conspiracy theorists think you're lying, that you're making something up. Sure. So a lot of conspiracy theories have cropped up, and basically most conspiracy theorists say, yes, I understand. There's such a thing as contrails. Stop trying to humiliate me. Right. But have you noticed that contrails stick around way longer than they used to. That is uh, 
We'll do a little before and after with this. They okay. say they say that chemtrails mm-hmm. is. Let's go ahead and just let the cat out of the bag. They're calling these chemtrails, right? And they're saying they're they're doping the fuel, essentially lacing it with chemicals for right. myriad reasons that we'll go over here in a second. And these chemicals make it stick around longer. That's what they say. It's it's telltale evidence that there are chemicals, as you say. The plane's exhausts are being doped with this stuff. Uh, Gosh, I wish I had this guy's name. Um, An atmospheric scientist that I looked up earlier said this is one of the biggest claims that Kim Trailers, Mm -hmm. as he calls it, gets wrong. Okay. He says uh, contrails can persist for hours as well. They've done so since we've had jet planes. Mm -hmm. Um, If you look at old photographs from the 60s and 70s, you're going to see contrails in the sky, just like we see today. Right. There are a lot more of them now because there's a lot more flights. Right. And he said, uh, uh, quote, often when persistent contrails exist from 25,000 to 40,000 feet, mm-hmm. several long contrails uh, increase in number and gradually will merge into an almost interlaced solid sheet. And he said, this happens. It's a contrail, and that can happen with a contrail. Yeah. Whereas and it can... Chem- Go ahead. A chemtrailist would say that's... A, a a sheet, a purposeful sheet of chemicals being laced over the, the world. Right. Exactly. In the atmosphere. And we all know why 40,000 feet is the limit that that scientist cited. Yeah, we went over that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so here's, I guess, the crux of the of the problem. There's, there is this thing that everybody agrees is there. We're all looking at it. Yes, it's there. But why is it there? And um, it's very tough to explain to a conspiracy theorist that what they believe is incorrect, especially when you can't take them and show them, you know, the plane that nobody's doping it. Yeah. Another guy I read said, you know, when we try to explain this to them, they say you're just part of the conspiracy. Right. Which so I mean, it kind of shuts down any yeah. intelligent uh, conversation about it right there. But it opens up some fantastic speculation. Yes. So, um. If people, if the government, usually it is the government that's tasked with um, or that's uh, accused of doping plane exhaust. Sure. Um, if the government were doing this, why? Why would they possibly be doing this? And there's here's where we get to, like, the myriad reasons. This is great. Yeah, they range. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but they range from uh, population control, kill, essentially killing the sick and the elderly quicker with uh, these mysterious flus. Right, and this this coincides with belief in the new world order, um, where basically there there is a a movement, as an alleged movement toward um, controlling the population more. Yeah. Um, basically, it's eugenics on a global scale, but apparently China is being left out. I went on this one chemtrail um, conspiracy theorist, or I guess a chemtrailer website. Yeah. And the author was saying. Like there's no such you never see a chemtrail in China. Oh really? Because the NWO is like grooming China to be like the premier country. So in just like this one sentence or two, this guy really laid a lot of stuff on the table. Yeah, sure. You have like the NWO, the yeah. rise of China, yeah. and chemtrails all in like one sentence. Was the Illuminati in there anywhere? I didn't no. search for it, but it's possible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's one reason. Okay. So population control. Sure. They're killing people off. Uh, another reason is that we are experimenting with weather control for defense purposes. 
Now, which this is we have done before. Yeah, England has done this. We talked about cloud seeding and it a podcast a, a while ago. Operation Cumulus. I can't remember yeah. which one we talked about it in. It was it was early. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, well, I'll just go over it again. Operation Cumulus. Yeah. It was um, a, a cloud seeding operation by the Royal Air Force in the 50s um, where they were experimenting with making it rain so that they could, you know, flood enemy forces, whatever. If you can control the weather, there's all sorts of great things you can do with it. Sure. And it actually worked. And it worked way, way too well. Yeah. And as we talked about, like, a, a lot of people died from flash floods and whole villages were just washed away. And the Royal Air Force went back home. Yeah. And then the uh, Ministry of Defense denied it until 2001. Right. So it's possible. China does it. China did it before the Olympics. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. With silver iodide. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did it work there? Yeah. Yeah, you just shoot silver iodide or dry salt or something, and it creates um, the conditions needed to make it rain, for uh, a, a cloud to become pregnant with rain, and then that it goes away. I love that term. Yeah. Pregnant with rain. Yeah. Or pregnant with anything that's not a baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Okay. Uh, others will say that it is uh, aluminum mm-hmm. being uh, shot into the air to reflect uh, the, the harmful rays of the sun to combat global warming, right. which would be a, a good use, quote unquote, I guess. Um, and there is such a thing as chaff. You know what chaff is? No. C-H-A-F-F. Chaff is released from the underbelly of a plane. And that is, in fact, little aluminum needles um, released into the air. But it's used, it's been used since World War II by us and the Germans and anyone with any kind of advanced defense program, military program, to confuse uh, enemy radar. Like, hey, look, this is an actual uh, object up here that you're going to fire your missile at, so don't fire at me. Crazy. So there's such a thing as chaff. Huh. But it's not released through the exhaust. It's dumped out like you're spraying crops. Huh. Well, plus also, if we're using that for defense purposes, anti-missile defense, why would a commercial air- aircraft be launching it, I guess? Dropping chaff, as they say, <laughs> yeah. in the biz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's what chaff is, and that's a real thing. Contrails are real things. Right. So this all kind of gets mixed together, though, gotcha. in, a, in a conspiracy-like manner. Right. Um, and you were saying like that there's a, an idea that the government is w- well intentionedly um, trying to combat global warming. I have a feeling that like this would be well publicized. Yeah, they would tout that, don't you think? <laughs> I would think so. Like, hey, well, yeah, but I think the conspiracy theorists say then then they would have to admit all the dangers of global warming. Oh, um, touche. Yeah, so you know. There's there's a rebuttal for for every side. There totally is. It's a great game of ping pong. There is another one that I came across too, that is my personal favorite. Another reason. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Um, that the government, probably the larger New World Order, somebody, is um, manipulating Oregon. Okay. Oregon, are you familiar with Kate Bush's song "Cloud Busting"? <laughs> no. Oh, you're not. No, I like Kate Bush though. It's great. It's like her most famous song, and like she, oh, well, her. I feel like a heel then. No, don't. No. Okay. Her video um, for it starred Donald Pleasance as the dad, 
It was directed by Terry Gilliam, and you can really? tell, man, it's wow. cool. Yeah, just just uh, look up the video for Cloud Busting on YouTube. Good song, even. But it's a ballad. It's about this guy named Wilhelm Reich, who um, was an Austrian psychoanalyst who moved to the U.S. in the 50s, and he claimed to have uh, discovered this stuff called organ, which is a life energy that everything has, mm-hmm. basically like chi. Yeah, um, or and, the force. And, right. <laughs> Midi-chlorians. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a packet of uh, organ that okay. surrounds the earth and protects it and gives it life. Okay? So he apparently fell in really, really badly with the FDA. They <laughs> considered him like a huckster and a fraud because he was cre- he was selling organ generators Right. That would basically, or organ accumulators that would, you know, heal cancer, grow like plants or whatever. Right. And he did a two-year bit in jail. And I looked this up, and I'm pretty sure it's accurate. The FDA banned and destroyed his books. Oh, really? I didn't know the FDA could do that. So I looked even further, and it turns out in 1998, the FDA destroyed, banned and destroyed another book on cooking with stevia. I'm not kidding. Really? I looked and found it in several places that this really happened to this guy in Texas wow. who uh, wrote a natural food cookbook. Um, so apparently the FDA can burn your books if they want to. But anyway, Wilhelm Reich was jailed, um, and he died in prison in 1957. Um, but the I came across this um, chemtrail theorist idea that um, chemtrails change the polarity of the organ that surrounds the earth. And affects us. So you can make affects your own. Affects our energy, our life energy. Yes. Okay. You can make your own cloud busting machine at home mm-hmm. for about 500 bucks from parts you can get at Home Depot. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. If you go to educate-yourself.org, you can find a chem buster schematics. <laughs> Seriously. I'll do it. I got 500 bucks to burn. And look up the uh, look up that Kate Bush song. The video alone is really cool. Yeah, it sounds like it. And they put some real money into music videos. Yes. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else, Josh? <laughs> Got any other reasons? No. Well, then let's talk a little bit about, uh, well, the United States actually did address this because a lot of times they'll just not even give any credence to these conspiracy theories. But there, yeah. were, there were so many inquiries to this. The uh, uh, NASA, EPA, and FAA, and NOAA, uh, issued a joint fact sheet uh, in 2000 that explained everything and said, you know, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Here's your fact sheet. Mm-hmm. This is official and this is our official stance. I think the Air Force did something similar. Right. Didn't do anything to dissuade anyone. No, and I, I'm sure in a catch-22, the fact that they did uncharacteristically break the silence and come forward just added fuel to the fire. Yeah. Or strengthened the conviction of conspiracy theorists, wouldn't you say? I think so. Uh, one of the things that the, the conspiracy theorists will point to with chemtrail, uh, or let's just keep calling them chemtrailers, so much easier. Yeah, I like that. Uh, they will point to the, the grid-like patterns uh, as mysterious, as, as setting it up so it will eventually form a complete uh, coverage you know, from day to day. Okay. And uh, air traffic dudes will say, you know what, that's because of the... Our aerospace, our airspace systems, north, south, and east, west flight lanes. That's how we send planes. Right. So they're going to crisscross like that, and it's going to look like a grid. Okay. Seems to explain things away pretty well. Yeah. There was also, Josh, a uh, 
the news, you know, local news, like they'll get on the, the case of something like this and right. get really excited. Right. And especially when weathermen inro- are involved because they'll get like all of a sudden they get to do one of those investigative reports <laughs> right. that they never get to do. So in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana at KSLA News 12, they did a test because this uh, guy said, you know what, I've noticed these unusual clouds that that just continue to fall until they reach the ground and I'm collecting this water. And we should examine, you know, test this water. Mm-hmm. So they were like, sure, of course we should. And they tested it and found uh, high levels of barium at 6.8 parts per million, which is more than three times the toxic level. Wow. And they said, we're on to something here, because that is a hallmark of uh, chemtrail testing. And then they found out they actually misread the report, and it was six point, um, sorry, 68 parts per billion. Oh, not per million? Yeah. Not 6.8 per million, but 68 per billion. And it was well within the range. They retracted their story. Other local stations around the country picked up on that and then kind of had to wash the egg off their face afterward as well. Or they just never mentioned it again without a (laughs) follow-up. Exactly. Wow. Uh, Colors. A lot of times these things will uh, have vibrant colors. And uh, I saw a show on our own Discovery Channel Mm -hmm. called Best Evidence. And... One of their atmospheric researchers said, that's just, it's coloration. You're going to get it. And you're on the ground. You can't tell, like, getting back to the grid, you can't tell from the ground what atmosphere these things are at. Right. So it looks like a crisscross right over each other might be 20,000 feet apart. Right. And you're looking at this from the ground. You're looking at the colors, like, is a rainbow some uh, vast conspiracy as well? I'm Somebody's got a conspiracy theory on that one. The rainbow conspiracy? I think chemtrails prove that there's a conspiracy theory on absolutely everything. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Um, but this show was actually pretty good. It was called Best Evidence. You can watch it on the YouTubes. Or maybe discovery.com has it. I don't mm-hmm. know. And uh, they actually tested stuff. They tested jet emissions in a lab for aluminum and uh, tested them with uh, atomic absorption spectrometers. And they also tested it in the air um, with a, a, a land spectrometer. And they found no aluminum in, in the fuel or exhaust. However, the conspiracy <laughs> theorists will say, well, you didn't get the doped fuel. You yeah. just tested regular jet fuel and not the secret jet fuel that the U.S. government. And it's not just U.S. Canada and, and, and Britain and other countries uh, have made these claims as well. So it's semi-worldwide. Huh. But not in China, evidently. No, because there's no such thing as a contrail or a chemtrail in China. They're the NWO's favorite. And then the Dennis Kucinich thing? Yeah, tell me about this. I haven't heard. He, and this is something that uh, the chemtrailers will point to, and uh, that there was a bill introduced by Dennis Kucinich, a dude I happen to like. Yeah. And uh, the Space Preservation Act, H.R. 2977, and it actually specifically banned chemtrails. And they said, see, they use the word chemtrails. This is a government uh, act. It turns out it was not a bill that he had written. It was written by UFO enthusiasts. And uh, some of the other things included in there that they wanted banned were uh, plasma weapons, uh, psychotronic weapons, extraterrestrial weapons, and climate weapons. Psychotronic weapons are real. Are they? I believe so. Like, remember the guy who went to Waco and, like, was saying he could, like, play this jumbled sound and it would drive everybody out of the house? 
Oh, yeah? And the FBI said, well, what happens if it doesn't work? And he said, they'll probably just slit each other's throats. Did that happen? Psychotronic weapon. No, but it's a, <laughs> what he had, the technology he created was real. Okay. Russians. Well, apparently the story behind this is that Kucinich didn't read the bill fully before he endorsed it. No way. And then afterward, he read it and said, oh, geez, here we go. He rewrote it. Uh, and then the bill died <laughs> and was kidding. dropped in 2002, even You're after it was rewritten kidding. to omit all of the... Uh, uh, Plasma weapons? Yeah, the gobbledygook. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. You that's, a, that's a great piece of history. Uh, yeah, I do. Remember we talked about how contrails, whether they're contrails, chemtrails, whatever. Yeah. They seem to have um, a very pronounced effect. You came across something, um, a September 11, 2001 climate study. Yeah, that was. I, I remember they did study something because well, it's a really rare thing to not have any planes for a few days. Exactly. For three days, not all rare, air traffic in the United States yeah. was grounded. Yeah. And there was, for for the first time since the history of the invention of the plane. Yeah, that's what I mean by rare. It's happened were, once. Right, exactly. Yeah. Three straight days where there were no planes in the sky. So yeah. um, a couple of people uh, scrambled to um, study any effects that happened. And uh, they found that there they there was a diurnal temperature change, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Which of, is what? Well, it's the the temperature difference between day and night in a oh, single okay. day. Gotcha. Um, it, there they observed a one point eight degree change from the other days, the Celsius. other three days Celsius. Yeah. Sorry, um, from the three days leading up to the eleventh and the three days following the fourteenth. So that's pretty substantial. He they said it was the largest was in 30 years yeah. that they'd ever recorded. So That's serious. Yeah. So, so contra- basically, yeah, contrails are real, and yeah. they do have an effect. We just need to get rid of air travel. Right. My deal when it comes, and I said I wasn't going to do this, and here I go. My deal when it comes to any like conspiracy that's this vast and widespread, yes. where the airline industry is in on it, and the dudes on the ground and that work for Delta are... You know, and on this, right. it's just it's so has to be so vast that uh, there would be some kind of proof, and there is no evidence that I never have not found any single person that's ever come out and say, you know what, I was a part of this program. No, I can't remember what that's called, where like the absence of evidence is evidence itself. But yeah, in this case, I would say that that's pretty strong. And one of the other things that uh, Kim Trailers will say is, uh, or or people that don't believe it will say is, well, why are they doing this out in full view, like where everyone can see it? And they go, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, they're going to do it in front of full view because then you won't suspect anything. Well, the irony is is that um, there are chemicals that can be added to a jet's exhaust, but not to create chemtrails, but to keep contrails from forming. Oh, really? Yeah, the original stealth bomber um, had uh, this extra option. To make it stealth? Yes. That makes sense. They figured out, no, you can just fly at a different altitude, stay away from wet areas, and our pilots know what they're doing. So they don't even use it, or they didn't use it. But there's your irony right there for the episode. Well, and then the one of the guys on the Discovery Show said, you can't add aluminum to jet fuel like the plane wouldn't run. <laughs> like it, it wouldn't be able to handle that. Right. Why are why are these fish not running my outboard motor? Right. <laughs> and finally, for me at least, uh, the the rise in the chemtrail conspiracy, although it had been around for a little while, really gained steam. They say 
1999 and 2000, mm-hmm. sort of coinciding with the massive pickup of, of Internet uh, Well, not just that, the stuff. change of the millennium. I think everybody was yeah. really paranoid in, like, the decade leading up to that. Yeah. Like, think about one of the number one shows of that decade, X-Files. I love that show. That's great. This lady on the on the Best Evidence show sent all these pictures of uh, different chemtrails to, to one of the atmospheric researchers. Mm-hmm. And she said, see here how this has become a, a sudden burst of a cloud, and this one's uh, it had come from this chemtrail, and now it's a burst of a cloud. And he went, no, that's a cloud, and that's a chemtrail that it intersects it or doesn't. Maybe it's off by 20,000 feet, but it's like, that's just a cloud. Gotcha. And this is this, and this is that. And he explained every single picture. He's like, think weird things happen, depending on how high you are and how humid it is and how the engine of the plane is running, he said they're going to look different. Yeah. Well, and it's just easily explained. Chuck. Josh. You should be very proud of yourself because okay. you helped take a two-page, 600, 700-word article and turn it into a 30-minute-plus podcast. Without Good for you, buddy. much chaff. So there you go. Without much silver needles. Hey, you were, you were half of that. Yeah. I was less than that. You did good. So that's Chemtrails. If you want to read this six, seven hundred word article, you can type in Chemtrails, C-H-E-M-T-R-A-I-L-S. If you got three and a half minutes to burn. Right. <laughs> in the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com. And I said, search bar, so it's time for listener mail. Josh, I'm going to call this, uh, I've got my poop card. I'm not afraid to use it. Oh, this is a good one. You remember this? Yeah. This is from Tina. Uh, Hi, guys. Just listened to how the digestive system works and loved it. Uh, I've been waiting to have a cool reason to write in, once again, one mm-hmm. of those. Right. Uh, but never felt like I had any kind of expertise until you mentioned Crohn's disease. Uh, I was diagnosed in 2008, had surgery to remove a section of my small intestine. I had never heard of the disease until the doc told me he had removed 14 centimeters of my intestine that had been severely affected by it. I was glad you mentioned what uh, we're going through, and I can answer a question you raised. I'm a member of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, and they did send me a card that says, I can't wait, and it's in all caps, too, Mm -hmm. which I guess it is on the card. Mm -hmm. And it explains on the card that I have a medical condition that requires immediate need of the restroom. I keep it in my wallet, and it's come in handy for all those emergencies. Uh, My boyfriend thinks it's hilarious. I do, too, actually, but it makes me feel better having it around just in case. I'd love to hear you read a part of this on the podcast. Done. Uh, it would make me and my poor Crohn's-infested shortened intestines so happy. And yes, I'm playing the sympathy card. And that is Tina. She has a I can't wait card. And a sympathy card. And a sympathy card. So there's a card. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, you uh, you did a portion. Was that 14 centimeters of her email? Is that the portion? That's what she said, yeah. Okay. Why? She asked if we'd read a portion of it. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Don't feel bad. No, I like it. Um, okay. Well, if you have had a uh, significant part of your body removed, we'd like to hear about it. Um, you can tweet it to us if uh, the part is 140 characters or less. That's S-Y-S-K podcast. One word. That's our Twitter handle. You can join us on Facebook, facebook.com slash stuff you should know. And you can send us an old-fashioned email to stuffpodcast.com at HowStuffWorks.com. 
more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?